Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Driven to Succeed Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Brett LaCoy, and we have a very special guest with us today, the king of creative financing and contract for deed, Jesse Mills. Thanks, brother. Hey, how are you doing, Jesse? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me, and I, I appreciate the title, man. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. Well, you do, you do a lot of this stuff. I do. I do. Right? Yeah. yeah. So... I, first of all, what I'd like to do is I'd like to get to know you a little bit more. What's your background? What are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do? So take it away, man. What oh, do you like awesome, to do? Man. Um, I, I, as, as cliche as it sounds, I like to have fun. I don't like to sit around. I'm not a homebody. Right um, on. I, I got to be on the move. I got to be doing stuff. I love to travel. I've been blessed to have been to, I think, 30 seven 38 countries oh wow i was keeping up with my age you know one country per year of my age sure but now i gotta catch up a little bit you gotta catch up a little bit i gotta catch up yeah so, so is that primarily like over in europe or or uh, been in europe a couple times australia i, I spent uh, i studied abroad in australia oh that new zealand amazing. and fiji okay uh, and tahiti and the cook islands in did college you, did you dope. get to go to the lord of the rings place in New Zealand. I didn't. Sadly, this was, I think, before it was even out. So before I didn't know what it was out. yet. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. To date myself here, right? This was like, <laughs> this was like 1999, 2000. Right on. Yeah, right yeah. on. So, okay. Yeah. This was when the, the millennium was happening. So oh, sure. I, was, um, I was in a lagoon um, at midnight in the Cook Islands. And they were wondering what was going to happen with the world. Right. Right? Because the whole Y2K crap was nuts. Right. Uh, we're like, is, 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 like, is things going to keep going here once we hit 2000? <laughs> this is weird and goofy, but. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I like to travel. I, like, I love uh, skiing, um, hiking, golfing, which I don't do enough of. But, right. And then, yeah, just, and just seeing uh, new places and meeting new people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, right now, I mean, it's, I, I know that you're busy right now. And it's hard to get away and do some of those things. It is. It is. Well, I, I've, I made a decision a while ago to try to make my business the way I want my life to be. Okay. And not make my um, life around my business, right? And try to really bring them together. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your business a little bit. So you do a lot of creative financing, contract for deed type stuff. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of what it is you do and how you make it all work? Yeah, yeah. So um, maybe it, it's helpful to kind of know my background a little bit and how I got into it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Please. Like, how, how, do people, how do people get into this? And, you know, it's most agents, most lenders do kind of cookie cutter stuff. Right. And there's little special niches and programs and this and that here and there. Um, but, you know, it's kind of a lot of the same stuff. And I was a mortgage broker for 15 plus years. Okay. So I was a lender. So you know about mortgages. I know all about mortgages. <laughs> yes. I've done the big bank, the national companies, the local credit unions. I've done kind of a bunch, right? Okay. So that was, that was how I kind of got into the business, really in my 20s. Um, a buddy of mine, well, I didn't know what a mortgage was. I was, like, right. I was like right out of college. And he's like, yeah, I just call like 50 to 100 people a day and I make it like 60, 70,000 a year. And, you know, we're like 21, 22, 23. And I'm like... That's pretty cool. I can do that, I think. Right. So, right. yeah, what, what, what is a mortgage exactly, right? Mm -hmm. So I spent you know, 15 years or so in the business doing that, um, went through the crash, went through the financial mm -hmm. crisis, and, uh, you know, got a little beat up in that. Yeah. Um, you know, not proud to say, but I'm happy to, you know, it's part of part of history. And, right. You know, I say, hey, billion-dollar banks went under, right? What's going to happen to the, the little guy that's, you know, kind of, you know, waiting on every check each month to, you know, keep, keep a living? So... I got a little beat up, had some bruises through that event, 
And at that point, I was like, okay, number one, I don't want to go through this ever again, okay? Number two, I was helping other people get like investment properties and seeing people starting to invest and started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad and yeah, you know, doing cool. all the, you know, YouTube and podcasts about investing in real estate. And I'm like, well, how can I get into this? Because, you know, I got a little, little beat up in the crisis. Credit wasn't so good, right? Sure. And, um, and so I said, okay, you know, what's out there? So I started finding uh, things on like lease to own and rent to own and um, seller financing. And okay. I gravitated to that because I'm like, well, I'm a, a loan officer, right? I get it. Right. Like right. a lot of this is underwriting the people and the situation and, you know, there's a yes and a no and, and, and something in the middle. And um, so I, the more I learned about it, I'm like, okay, this is cool because number one, I can help more of my clients, right? As a, as a loan officer, mm -hmm. if I can't get them a loan, I don't get paid. Right. They don't get the house. They're not happy. I'm not happy. No one's happy. Right. But if I have another option for them where they can still get the house, and if I can still get compensated, that's fantastic. Sure. And so now I can help more people and I can make more money. And it's a win-win. It's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. So I started really just diving into that. Um, spent some money on education and online courses and training. Did some coaching. Um, I'm one of those people, you know, that if I can see a shortcut, I'm going to try to take it. Right. I don't mind investing in a shortcut, in a mentor, in a coach, in a course. You know, and it's, it's tough, right? Because a lot of people out there are like, well anything on the internet's a scam and it's a rip off and right. how do you know it works and how do you know it's real? And, and, and well, you, you, sometimes you don't, you don't know if it is, but right. I also know if for the thousand dollars I spent on this online course, if I could do one real estate deal with it and learn how to help more clients that it's worth a thousand dollars all day, every day, all day, every day. Yeah. All and day, actually my first deal I ever did, I made $8,000 oh. on, on a deal I would have made zero because they couldn't qualify to get financing. Right. So it was a couple actually who went through a, a divorce, uh, which kind of led to them doing um, a bankruptcy uh, through the divorce situation. And then they're also self-employed. Oh, so you just hit on the three big ones right there. Yeah, <laughs> all in one. <laughs> all in one. But they could you know, still afford a nice, you know, normal monthly payment every month. They had some money saved away. And they're going to go pay someone to have a roof over their head somewhere. Right. And so for them, a lot of the time, it's a timing situation. Right. And right. so I said, hey, is there uh, is there something we can fix? And when when can that situation get fixed? Right. And I think that's really important, especially right now in today's market with how hard it is to just get something under contract. Yeah. Yep. Right. You know, if you just went through a divorce, your credit shot, BK, anything like that, it's like, well, I don't even know what's going to be around in the next, you know, two, four years. Yeah. So this is something where you can come in and help those folks out. We can, yeah, yeah. So essentially, um, how, how this now works is I, I, spent, I spent a number of years, and the way I started is kind of the way a lot of the other gurus out there teach it and coaches teach, teach us, right? Um, especially back tw 2010 to 2015, really, right? Um, market was down, prices were down, right? People were kind of just getting back on their feet with everything. And so there were a lot of sellers who couldn't sell. Sure. They're having a hard time selling their property, right? It wasn't, it wasn't two days on the market like it has been you know, recently. Right, right. Or, or, a, ooh, or a week or two weeks now on the market, right? You know, this is like a month, two months, three months, six months on the market. And so I would go talk to the sellers and say, look, I can, I'll buy your property and I'll give you market price for it even. Right. And okay. they're like, oh, my God, that's great. Like, we're not getting any bites from anyone else. Mm -hmm. Well, I would also then kind of line them up with the buyer who could buy and say, look, you're going to go rent something for a couple of years anyways. Sure. Throw all your money away, waste it on rent in someone else's house that'll never be your house. 
when you really want the place that's going to be yours. Right. And so they don't mind paying a little bit extra because, again, money out the, out the window, uh, right, on rent. Right. And yeah. so I would kind of match them up. And um, it's a way that you can make money in real estate with without having any of your own credit, without having, you know, having to buy places. Sure. Kind of arbitrage. Um, so I would do some sandwich deals. I'd maybe give a seller like $1,000 a month every month, and I'd collect $1,500 a month from the buyer. Sure. I'm making $500 a month now on a property I don't technically own. Right. Um, didn't have to go buy. Didn't have to go put a large chunk of money down. Or maybe I put down a couple thousand dollars to lock it up under contract, but now I got ten or fifteen or 20000 from my buyer. Mm-hmm. So I started going, wow, this is pretty amazing because what's the number one thing that you think holds people back from investing in real estate? Oh, it's the down payment. Right? I think they need a ton of money down. They need a ton of money down. Um, the income might not be there. Yep. You know, they don't have any interest in a DSER loan or anything like that. Or they don't even know about it. Or they even know about it. Yeah, they think they have to have an 850 credit score and like 100 grand in the bank minimum. Otherwise, no one will touch them. Right. Right. And so imagine if you, if you had, you know, a deal you could create, you could craft that you only needed a thousand dollars down to make 500 a month in cash flow. I mean, that's pretty slick. 20 grand in the bank, you're doing 20 deals. Yeah. Versus the normal person thinking, I can't even do one. So it really started blowing my mind. I'm like, wow, the world that I learned and knew as a, as a lender, right? Mm-hmm. I know all these rules and guidelines and boxes you got to fit into. But I'm like, this is like the Wild West. Yeah. And, and in a sense, there's, you know, it can be bad because there's... Yeah, there's some, you know, some bad characters out there. Yeah. And, you know, I and I hope I'm not throwing you for a loop here, but I kind of want to talk about that because there's a lot of people that say, oh, contract for deed. Like you were saying earlier on the Internet. Oh, that's a scam. Like, like I want to stay away from that. And but that's not that's not necessarily true at all. You are actually helping people that need this program and it can and it works out for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It works out for everybody. Yeah. Well, and and honestly, I I can't say everybody. Sure. Um, all right. I can't say 100%. I mean, 100% of mortgages don't work out for people. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's why there's foreclosures, unfortunately, right? Mm-hmm. 100% of renting doesn't work out for people. That's why there's evictions. Yes. Right? Um, but I would say giving people the chance is 100% there. And mm-hmm. then it's up to them to do what they need to do to get um, kind of you know, to the other side. So I like to kind of call creative financing is like a bridge. It's a bridge right. to home ownership, right? Um, and the beautiful thing is the terms are really whatever you negotiate. Right. Whatever it's not a, we're not going to the secondary market and we're saying, oh, this is your rate. Yeah. You know, it, uh, you want to buy down points, you know, what's your term? There's so many things that go into interest rate, as yep. you know. But now it's really, well, how can you negotiate? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think the really important thing, and I'm glad you brought this up because this is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing, you know, these types of deals, you know, for probably good, like very frequently, 10 years, 12 years mm-hmm. doing these types of deals. Right. Um, and, you know, 20 years in the real estate and mortgage space. But um, there's there's ways to set people up to win. And unfortunately, there's ways to set people up to fail. And I think yeah. that's why regulation is important. I think that's why having an agent you know, yeah. to represent you is important or an attorney like some people. Right. And this is the sign of a, of a bad apple. Right. Right. A bad character. They don't want anyone else involved. Right. Let's sign on the back of the car or at McDonald's right. or somewhere. Right. Yeah. Like I want all of our clients to be represented either by um, their own agent, their, you mm-hmm. know, their own broker they find or the one that referred them to us 
or right. if they find us direct, you know, we do a lot of marketing and advertising, so maybe they find us direct, but it's still somebody, you know, that's within our brokerage that is representing them. Right. Um, and, you know, they have every option to look at all of the facts. We want them talking with the mortgage lender. Yes. To say, look, you're kind of in this black hole right now mm -hmm. for a year or two or three. Right. And but can so you get I, out of it? Right. And so I think that's important, too, is that mm -hmm. contract for deed and doing this creative stuff, it's not necessarily a long-term solution. I'm sure there's a couple out there yeah. where it would be a long-term, mutual, mutually beneficial relationship for yeah. both parties involved. Yeah. But by and large, most of them are ending with you trying to get your own mortgage. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and again, it's, it's how they're designed, right? It's how mm -hmm. they're designed. Um, it's like a contract. You could have a completely one-sided contract. Right. One person is totally winning, the other person is totally losing, and obviously that's not cool, fair, ethical, moral, right? Right. It's no bueno. But it can be designed that way, right? It's contracts. So same with um, any sort of a you know, deal or transaction. So for us, we want to, number one, always, first and foremost, make sure they can afford the payments. No problem. So you do your own underwriting? We do, yeah. Okay. We do our own underwriting, and we use licensed uh, originators also on okay. our team to do it. So it's almost like a double vetting of a underwriting. A double vetting. So yeah. I think that's really important. Um, that's also a red flag. Right. Yeah. If someone's not doing that, yeah, and they're just giving giving this to you, I you know I'll I'll say I'll say it you know as as a traditional mortgage originator, yeah, you want to make sure that you can be able to afford this. Yes. Right. Now, there are regulations out there that you know they're assuming you haven't had a divorce and your credit hasn't been shot. You know they're not they're assuming you haven't had a bankruptcy. This is a great way. And are those primarily the folks that you that you help out, people with divorces, self-employment, or um, bankruptcies? Are those your primary clients, or are there any other type of folks that you help out as well? You know, so that's that's a great that's a great question to bring up. There's a lot of times people have a really big misconception with contract for deed or even rent to own, right? Right. And it sounds scammy or sounds fishy. Where right. it's like, hey, it's, is this for people with a 400 credit score and want $1,000 a month rent and have no money? And yes, those people are out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, trust me, I don't want to help everyone we can with home ownership. 100%. Everyone deserves a shot at home ownership, right? And we want to help everyone we can. But there's also risk and there's reasons that there is underwriting and guidelines. And right. some people honestly aren't meant for home ownership maybe right now. Right. right. Um, it's not for everybody, too. Mm -hmm. So but but there is this kind of big misconception that that's the kind of people that do this. And they're almost embarrassed to say, oh, I did a rent to own. Or I did a contract for you. Right. Right. But it's totally different. Totally different. It's totally different. We have a, a situation as we speak right now. We're closing in a couple of weeks. OK. Um, person makes twenty to thirty thousand dollars per month. Okay, so that's a good income. Yeah, they've got a six, I think, 30 or 40 credit score. Okay. And the only reason it's in the sixes and not in the sevens is they missed a couple payments. Oh. And it was something where they thought like auto pay was set up and it wasn't or they weren't getting mm -hmm. the bill. Something silly, something silly, right? Everything else been paid on time, like clockwork. They okay. make a great income, right? More than most people. And they're putting almost $90,000 down on a property on a 700 plus thousand dollar home. Wow. Okay. That's not the person who can barely scrape together a couple thousand dollars at the 500 credit score. Right. 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 Um, I helped a, a gentleman get into a place uh, last fall, um, million dollar property, mm -hmm. almost 7,000 square feet, him and his extended family. Like they, they needed a, a lot of space for everybody. 
and he's self-employed. Right. Self-employed. <laughs> On paper, grosses a lot, but writes off a lot, right? Right. Now, I'm not the IRS. I'm not a tax professional. I'm not giving tax advice or legal advice of course ever. No. But, right, I'm like, how you do that is up to you. But when you're getting told no by the banks, and, and we can look at it and say, we know you can afford this because there's other ways of reviewing things. Right. right? We know you can afford these payments. We, we can look at other metrics. And, um, you know, and this person put, you know, over $200,000 down on a property. Right. Right. So think about the average landlord. The average landlord is collecting one month's security deposit. Right. Ooh. Right. Mm -hmm. and, a, and they have a tenant who's living in that property who doesn't really think of it like their home. Right. It'll never be their home. Right. They don't necessarily think like a, an owner and I don't say that to be mean or negative we've all been there we've all rented. yeah we've all right? rented. but when you're renting someone else's house it's not your house you don't have to fix everything you have to repair it you just call the landlord yeah and so when someone does have to fix and repair those items and they put down 20 40 60 100 thousand dollars down and it's going to be their home they act differently and those right. are the people we really as our ideal client right someone who says um, it was just a little hiccup. They had a little road bump or a speed bump, right? Right. And uh, sometimes I call it like the black hole, right? Right. There's, a, there's some, uh, some rule or guideline, and they need 12 more months, 24 months, maybe 36 months. Right. And then they're good to go again, right? Um, now, if they can't make payments because they're unemployed right. or, you know, they're, God forbid, hospitalized and not working or, you know, something horrible like that. Something horrible like that, yeah. yeah. I mean, th and then we'd be absolutely setting them up to fail. Right? We right. don't want their money. We don't want the house back. What we want is them to go full circle, pay us off as soon as they can, mm -hmm. and come to you, get a mortgage, and, get a mortgage, and yeah. say, great, hey, I'm paying off this 9%, and I'm getting a 7%, or I'm paying off you know, this mm -hmm. 6 and getting a 4 whatever the heck rates are when they yeah. do it, right? Yeah. And, uh, and you saying, um, I'm glad you got the house when you did. Absolutely. Because someone else would have got that house. Somebody else would have got the house, and I think that's, and that's something you know, that I'm really trying to to preach to folks right now yeah and it's and, and it's this with this you can negotiate your rates your terms everything like that when when we have our rates and we can do some creative things mm -hmm. to help with that but right now we've been brought up since 2008 our parents what have they always said get the best interest rate yeah don't pay extra yeah. don't pay extra yeah. and that and that's that's wise advice right yep. Yep. but in today's market and I'm going to go ahead and say for the foreseeable future here, I'm talking next 10 to 20 years, mm -hmm. it's not going to necessarily be the interest rate. It's going to be getting the actual house. That yeah. is huge. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And, 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 and you can always refinance down the road. You mm -hmm. know, I should say always, of course, if you There's always extenuating and, circumstances. Yeah, you but know. there's always... Um, a very likely chance of going and refinancing if rates go down. Yeah. But, you know, that house, especially like for, for this one gentleman and his family, I mean, he needed a big home. Right. You know, they have an extended family and they had other people living there. They needed space. And this was like the one for them. Well, he absolutely wouldn't have, you know, got that house if it wasn't for us in our program. And right. on top of that, just the fact he wouldn't have got the house without us, um, he would have probably spent a very good amount of money on rent somewhere else. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah, and that and at I mean, that point you you are well right for a big family. I mean, I mean four thousand a month. Yeah, yeah, three, four, five thousand yeah, dollars a month. Forty-eight to sixty thousand a year, and then yeah. multiply that times two. Now you're fifty to one hundred twenty grand. That's out the freaking window without nothing to show for it. Nobody, 
wants to do that. No, <laughs> nobody wants to. Nobody so wants to. So they don't to. think they have other options, right? They think it's the banks or that's it. And, uh, and, and we can come in and say, hey, look, we can give you another option you probably don't know about. And mm -hmm. it's a win-win-win. You get the home. Uh, the nice thing is agents love to work with us because they still get paid. Yep, that's huge. They get huge. a full commission on a deal they would have made zero. Zero. Right? Uh, and sometimes, heck, like right now, we're actually running a promotion. We're paying an additional $2,000 on top of a full commission. Very cool. Right? Very cool. Yeah. So, I mean, they, you know, we want to we wanna help as many agents and lenders do as many deals as possible while helping as many of their clients in the community as possible well, at the and same it's, time. And, it, it, and it's, helping, it's helping people. I mean, really, it does, it does come back down to that because you're not just giving anybody money to go and buy this home. Right. right. You're not just giving that to anybody. You're yeah. being responsible about it mm -hmm. and you're making it possible for people. I mean, let's say they did have a bankruptcy, mm -hmm. you know, and now we do have the $60,000. I mean, you just saved them $60,000 and you're talking about a two to th one to three year loan program. Typically, yep. Typically, yeah. yeah one so to three is kind of the kind of the sweet range. spot. But again, that's the nice thing is, you know, we're, you know, my company's home solutions group mm -hmm. okay? solutions. So right. it's not only one year, only three year, only five year. I mean, we've had deals we've done for 25, 30 years. Oh, cool. If somebody doesn't want to come talk to you, mm -hmm. which they're crazy, and get a lower <laughs> interest rate, and they just want to pay you know, our company or our team or one of our investor partners for the rest of their life because they like them. And it sounds silly, but we've heard that before. Sure. We like you. We feel comfortable with you. We just want to deal with you. Right. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes the underwriting process is not fun. Yeah, sometimes. All the paperwork <laughs> and the rules and this and that, right? Absolutely. Some people just want easy. Some, Some people, people just do. want simple. Yeah. So we, um, we craft solutions that honestly, you know, we try to meet everyone's needs. It has to be fair, of course, for everybody, for all parties. Mm -hmm. you know, we understand risk is involved. You know, I tell our, our buyers, hey, we're letting you pick out a house to go buy when the bank won't touch you. So, right. you know, that's it, why we do need some skin in the game and we might, you know, and so ask when, some more questions. And so when you go out and buy the house, are you do, do, buying that in cash then or is it still a financing offer? We do both. We do both. Okay. Yep. So we, we buy in cash or we buy in financing. Kind of depends on the situation. Okay. You know, uh, location, market. Right. So we do this in Minnesota, but outside of uh, Minnesota as well. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I think I was talking to you about a guy in Ohio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. So it, uh, you, you guys can, uh, you guys can work everywhere, and I know you've been down in Florida as well. Yeah. Yep. Helping. Yeah, out we've down done there. a bunch in Florida, a bunch of Wisconsin. Um, so, so one thing that kind of was fun is I, just, I love, I love to share, um, like education and, and knowledge with people, and just especially just different ways to do things. Right. Right. Like I just, you know, I'm not the cookie cutter kind of kind of person, right? I do all the weird stuff. People are like, oh, and you're a realtor. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really a realtor. <laughs> right. I am. I'm definitely a licensed realtor, professional licensed but. realtor. <laughs> but um, my desire is not to go show houses nights and weekends right. and run around um, and doing that. And I'm, you know, you want the best listing agent in town? I'm not your guy. And that's sure. okay. Right? Um, I'm the kind of guy that right now is closing tomorrow on a vacation rental with you know thirty thousand dollars down instead of fifty five thousand dollars down, Which getting a five and a half percent interest rate from the seller instead of a seven point six from the bank, right? Or with even an eighteen higher. month term, mm -hmm. and um, going to come back in eighteen months and go to the bank, and I've already created and built my equity, proving my cash flow, and you know taking my lump of money and trying to get it to go a lot further, right? That's where you know I'm your guy in that stuff, right? 
Well, Jesse, this has been awesome. We are coming up on our time here now, but I just wanted to thank you so much for, for coming over. What's the best way to get a hold of you for asking questions? Maybe somebody has, you know what, I have kind of an interesting deal I would like to talk through with you. What's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Yeah, um, so you can find me on pretty much all the socials okay. uh, at the Jesse Mills. So T H E Jesse Mills, uh, the Jesse Mills on, on Insta and Facebook and TikTok. Um, but I'd say otherwise, you know, I'd be happy to talk to someone and, and schedule a call, um, mm -hmm. whether you're looking to get into investing, whether you're an agent or a lender looking to do more deals, help more clients, or you're a, you know, a buyer looking to get into your own home and you don't think financing is an option right now. Um, mm -hmm. any of those is, is something I'd love to sit and chat with anyone. Um, and the website to book a call with me is calljesse.net. Calljesse.net. And we yep. can put that up here on our end slide. Perfect. Jesse, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Perfect Guys, thank you. you for tuning in. Please like and subscribe. Share this with your friends. We're giving you some great knowledge here. We will see you next time. Until then, take care, everybody. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks.